Hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. And welcome to those of you that are new here. This is my podcast for all things health and wellness for the people and the planet. We chat about everything from climate change, sustainability, and animal justice to mental health, eating disorders, and pretty much everything in between. If you guys enjoyed today's episode, make sure to stick around for future episodes, subscribe so you don't miss out, and be sure to share this episode with a friend that you think could benefit from this. Today we are going to be continuing on with our theme of eating disorders, mental health, and basically our relationship with ourselves and food. And this has been a topic that I've been covering now for about the past two or three episodes now, I think. And we've kind of gone into my whole journey with mental health and an eating disorder. I chatted to two young, amazing Scottish body image activists about social media's influence on our mental health. And today I thought I would bring you guys an episode that's a little bit different. So instead of talking about like my own journey or speaking to other people who have had the same experience, I'm actually going to be talking more about how people can support somebody going through an eating disorder or mental health issues. Of course, it will depend on what kind of mental health issue they have. Um, Everybody is so different, and this is just my perspective from somebody that has struggled with an eating disorder and like, yeah, just feeling a bit depressed and all those kinds of things. So today I'm just going to be sharing a few things and a few insights that I feel like as somebody that is on the opposite end, being the one supporting, should maybe take into account and think about. Um, I also chatted to my mom about this because she was obviously my supporting role when I was going through my whole eating disorder journey and everything. Um, And I just got a little bit of insight from her side as being the one on the opposite end of the spectrum, um, having to be the supporting role. So I'm just going to dive right into it. And I think that the most important thing that you can keep in mind is that somebody that has an eating disorder, they're in a very dark place and a, a space that's quite alone. And it can feel very, very isolating and, yeah, very alone. And it's kind of quite a selfish journey in a way because all you're kind of thinking about is yourself the whole time. But it is a really, really hard place. And I think that a lot of the time, because it is a mental issue, we can think that, like, oh, why are you doing that to yourself? Like, just stop doing that to yourself. But the thing is, is that... It is not the person's fault that has the eating disorder that they have an eating disorder, if that makes sense. Because when you have an eating disorder, it's kind of like you have almost like a split personality. There's like a whole other kind of person almost inside your head that is controlling you and that is, yeah, basically telling you really negative things about yourself and basically making you feel really crappy about yourself. And so I think that maybe a misconception and something that I definitely did experience when I was having my eating disorder is that I felt very, very alone. And sometimes, you know, people would say to me like, well, why are you doing that to yourself? Like, you know, 
just stop doing that to yourself. And it really isn't that simple. So I think that is the first thing that we need to just take into account with somebody that has an eating disorder is that it's not their fault. Now, the next thing that I want to touch on is that I know that if you're somebody that is supporting somebody going through an eating disorder, you're most likely quite close to them. Like for my mom, she was my mother. Like we are extremely close and I'm her daughter, I'm her child and she loves me a lot. And so I think, you know, obviously the experience for both people, both the person that has the eating disorder and the person supporting, it's a very hard kind of traumatic experience because, you know, you're trying to help somebody that's in a really dark place. But at the same time, that person most likely doesn't really want your help. And being in an eating disorder, it's really hard because you have that other voice in your head that's telling you, you know, don't listen to them, don't take their advice, and, you know, basically don't let other people help you. And so as the person that is trying to support, it can be really hard because I think you'll probably be faced with a lot of resentment and just being pushed away. And it can be hard, I think, probably not to take that personally. And so I think another big thing to take into account is that though you might be going in with the purest of intentions and just wanting to help the other person might not feel that because the eating disorder is kind of just twisting their thoughts around so don't take it personally if you go to your friend or your sister or brother because eating disorders do not discriminate um or your daughter or whoever it is that is struggling, don't be offended if you're kind of like faced with like a brick wall or if you're faced with, yeah, basically just resentment or even shouting. Like I remember my mom would sometimes come to me and I was just like, I would just tell her to like, get out, go away. I don't want to hear what you have to say. Um, So it can be really hard not to take that personally, but I think try your best not to take it personally. And that kind of leads me on to the next step which is try not to get angry and upset and this is probably one of the hardest things to do because when you care for somebody and you love somebody and you see them going through this of course you want to help them and of course sometimes you're going to get angry and you're going to get upset like I know you know from my own personal experience me and my mom definitely had times you know when we would not really get along very well because my mom was you know so worried about me that she would end up getting angry upset when she would see me not eating and restricting my food and stuff and what would end up happening is we'd end up having this big fight and in the end it didn't really make anything better I just felt even more alone and my mom just felt I guess probably even more hopeless with the whole situation and the other thing with getting like angry and upset is that it can make the person with the eating disorder feel even more alone, even more alone than they already are. Because when you have an eating disorder, it kind of feels like the world is against you. Everything's against you. Everything is bad. Food is against you. Like, you're against yourself, basically. And so when somebody close to you, like your mother or your friend or your sister or whatever it is, when they also get angry with you or upset with you, it feels like they're against you as well. And it feels like you don't have anybody that can just love you and accept you because at the core of an eating disorder you basically don't accept yourself so 
that's kind of what I would say in terms of, yeah, it's quite hard not to like get too involved and get too like wrapped up in it. But it's really important just to remind yourself to, if you feel yourself like getting really worried or getting really um, upset with what's happening with the situation and getting upset with that person, it's best, I think, to maybe just take a step back, um, maybe just detach a little bit and really just be aware of that because kind of the last thing you want is a big fight. Um, that really just doesn't get anything going anywhere and it really just makes the situation worse. Now, my next little piece of advice, and this is very much from personal experience in regards to how I felt. So, of course, my mom was like my rock during that time. She was really my support. She was the one that was there that I could talk to, that I could cry on her shoulder and just like, yeah, just let it all out. But... Something that I realized was that it was really good for me to have somebody else that didn't talk about any of that stuff, that wasn't so emotionally involved in the whole situation, and that could just be kind of like a neutral, non-judgmental space. So like my mom, you know, when I was with her, that was kind of all we talked about or thought about, or that was basically, like, when I was with my mom, like, the eating disorder was there as well, basically, was then somebody else that was a little bit more, like, removed from the situation, that, of course, was still there for me, but didn't see me every day, and that was just, like, a non-judgmental, neutral space, was really helpful for me, and that person was my grandfather. He was kind of just, like, always there, but never, like, in my face, if that makes sense. He was just, like, like the calm background. And when I was with him, you know, he never, ever said a thing. And that might sound bad, but for me at the time, it was really good because I needed, you know, a break from that. Because when you have this eating disorder, like, it's just constantly in your head. And then, you know, you have... Like, I had my mom and, like, my grandmother, they were always so worried about me. And, like, you know, they would try and talk to me. And it was just, like, that was all that was going on in my head. And when I could just, like, sometimes I'd just go for a walk with my grandpa or i just, like, spend some time with him. And he was just this neutral space where I felt really comfortable and I felt safe and I didn't feel judged. So I think that if you are in the role of supporting somebody um, with an eating disorder, if you are in that very close role like if you're a mother or something then that is very hard and I also don't think that you should be that neutral person I think you definitely need somebody that's there that is you know talking to you that is there for you to like you know just rant and rave and just cry on their shoulder you definitely need that person that is emotionally involved because otherwise it is a very lonesome journey But I think having that other person there that is just, yeah, that that second person that's just is that neutral space is really, really beneficial. And that kind of goes in, ties in, and that kind of ties in with my next tip, and that is to get out. And this might be, this is maybe more aimed at somebody who actually has the eating disorder, but if you're the person supporting them, try to take them out 
of their comfort zone. Or, like, I guess from personal experience, I spent most of my time just at home in my room. Try to take them out into, like, a neutral space, whether, you know, maybe that's outside, maybe go for a beach walk, maybe, I don't know, go and just go for a drive in the car or something. Because sometimes taking them out of that very kind of comfortable place where they're just in the same cycle, the same routine, it can help because it kind of removes them from that dark and heavy space. At the same time, though, and I know this from personal experience, it's like really scary for the person going through the eating disorder to be in a place where they're not feeling comfortable. So it really just depends on the situation and how it's feeling. But if it feels like it might be a good idea, I would definitely recommend just, yeah, taking them out of that space to kind of, you know, just like blow out the cobwebs a little bit and just get a little bit of fresh air, I think. Always is a really good idea. And now, coming down to kind of like my last tip, this is just a short and sweet episode just to kind of give you guys a couple of things that you could work with if you are in the opposite end of the spectrum and trying to support somebody with an eating disorder. Um, And so my last kind of tip would be try not to comment. This is really hard because like in society in general, like we comment on people, on things without really thinking about it. And so it can be really hard to not comment, especially in a situation like this where you're just really trying to help. So what I would say is, you know, really try not to comment on the way they look. Um, You know, don't say things like, even just saying things like, oh, but honey, you're so beautiful. Like, it doesn't help because that person does not believe you and does not think that. So whether it would be a good comment or a bad comment, just try not to comment at all. And also, again, like, try not to comment on food, on what they are, aren't eating, Um, yeah, and just try not to really talk about anything that's really, like, diet culture related. Um, and this also goes for other people. Like, if you're coming into a social setting, maybe you're seeing friends or family you haven't seen in a while. Um, I think it's always best just to kind of prepare them, especially if the person, like, I personally had anorexia, so I lost a lot of weight. And I definitely didn't look like the person I did before. And so for people that hadn't seen me in a while, it was quite shocking for them, you know, and they would immediately ask like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Are you sick or something? And that is kind of a really awkward situation to be in. So what I would say as the person that is kind of supporting and like protecting the other person um, would be just to like, yeah, if you're going into a social setting, just prepare the people that like this is kind of what's going on and to ask them to please not like make any comments or anything. Um, of course, kind of going into like a very public setting, like maybe you're going to the shop or something, um, then I would say just have something that you can always say. So like, I mean, I remember because I, you know, lost so much weight and I looked very different, like, you know, the people like the cashiers, for example, at like the grocery store, like they have known me my whole life growing up, um, because we've always gone to this grocery store, and so they've known me my entire life, and so, you know, when they saw me, like, looking really kind of sick, like, they got quite worried, and, like, they would ask, like, are you okay, and stuff, 
and I remember for me it was a really awkward situation and so what I would say is definitely like as the other person just have something like it doesn't have to be you know you're not gonna say oh my daughter or whatever has an eating disorder but just have something like that you can say that kind of just diverts the conversation and kind of just like brushes it away because it definitely is a kind of an awkward situation so yeah that's kind of all my tips that I have for you guys today um of course just keep in mind that it's totally specific to each individual person and the circumstance and situation that they're in it's going to be completely different but these are just things that I felt from my personal experience that helped me or would have helped me and also from talking to my mom who was my supporting role um the kind of the insight that she gave so I hope that this helps you guys if you guys do have somebody in your life that is struggling with an eating disorder or mental illness I'm just sending you guys a lot of love and strength and just know that that it will pass and I think like the hard thing is is that only that person can make the decision to change and to choose recovery like you can't really force them to just get better And so that can be really hard, but just know that you're doing the best that you can and just being that supportive role, it honestly, it means so much. Like I know that for me, I don't think I would have actually been able to do it without my mom there. Um, Having her was just so incredible that I could just go to her and talk to her and cry to her. And especially also during recovery, when you're facing a lot of all the fear foods and you're facing all these rules it's really really hard so yeah i hope that this helps you guys share this with anybody you think would find it helpful and yeah i'm just really sending you guys so much love and thank you all so much for tuning in and listening into the podcast it means so so much to me i'll be back next week with another brand new episode and i can't wait to chat to you all then